Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to Southern Florida. Uh, Chrissy Webb, the Executive Director and Co-Founder of Student Aces. We're going to find much more about that in a few minutes. So welcome, Chrissy, and tell us where you went to school. Thanks so much for having me, Peter. I'm, I'm excited to be here with you guys today. Um, I went to high school in West Palm Beach, Florida at Cardinal Newman, um, and then I went to University of North Florida in Jacksonville for college. I studied psychology and public health. And now you use the psychology in particular. With yes. Your, with your it, staff. It and comes your full service. Yes, it 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 comes full circle, not full circle, full, full circle. Um, my my kids, my staff, my students. So. Okay. Well, tell us help. about your work experience. Where did you go to work after college? So I um. My story is pretty cool how I landed where I am. Um, I took a job. I got a call from, I wanted to be a sports psychologist. Um, and I received a call from someone with IMG Sports. And there was an opportunity to work at the Sony Ericsson. It was called the Sony Ericsson um, Tennis Tournament. It was It's a, a big tournament, um, tennis on and Key Biscayne. Um, and, and the role, it was the first year they launched this program. So it was working with sponsors um, that, you know, had displays and had booths and all that, helping them unload, get set up, et cetera, et cetera, at the tennis tournament. And then they also launched VIP services. Uh, so any VIPs that came to watch the game. So you had like, you had Venus and Serena and you had, you know, that have a huge following and had very, you know, celebrities coming in. And, and so I bounced in between sponsors and, and helping assist with sponsors and VIPs. Uh, and I learned a lot in that with that opportunity because just the hospitality, the I met some really interesting people. I realized that people are just, you know, people are, they're all people. We all put our pants on the same way. Um, and so that was about four weeks, I would say, maybe a month, almost two months of getting ready and prep and all that. And then I met a lot of people um, working the Sony Ericsson and what ended up being my next employer, which was um, I did corporate team building in South Beach for a lot of the big hotels, which was in the hospitality realm as well. Um, after living in South Beach for a year, almost two years, um, you know, it South Beach is South Beach is tough. It's a uh, it, it's a lot, um, the hustle and bustle and, and all that. So I, I was in South Beach for almost two years. Then I took a job with the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach, uh, which is a it's a beautiful five-star hotel, hospitality, VIP services. Um, volunteered a lot with some different individuals that I met. And so then I got my first taste into like this the charity nonprofit world. Long story short, fast forward, I have had an opportunity to run the education um, initiatives under what was called Citizens for Clean Energy, which was to get renewable energy legislation passed in the state of Florida. I didn't really know anything about energy, to be completely honest. Um, but I, again, was working with some of these businesses and learning the ins and the outs of nonprofit, then 
fast forward after Citizens for Clean Energy, my dad and I started Student Aces. So at the end of the day, all of that to say it's working with people <laughs> and communicating with people and um, hospitality, right? So customer service, how we treat others. Um, and that's how I got where I am. So Chrissy, how did you come up with the name for the organization? Well, student ACES, so um, what we always say is student first, athlete second. And ACES stands for athletics, community, and education. So if you think about what, you know, a, a student that is going on to be successful in life, right? You you want all of those tools, right? You want them to be able to um, work with their community. You want them to be able to thrive on, in a team setting such as athletics. And then for their education, right? If they've continued to further their education, um, you're always learning. And that's how we, you know, what what we say. Education doesn't necessarily mean you're traditional, you're enrolled in college or you're, you know, going to get your master's. Education means that you're always learning and challenging yourself to learn something new or engage with people. Um, so student always first, student of life, and then athletics, community education, because that was what we decided um, when we started the organization in meeting with the schools, what, how does leadership happen on campuses? Who are the role models? What does that look like? And what we continued to hear from the from the high schools was that the leaders on campus were the athletes. So if you can create, if you can inspire them to be leaders of good character, then you can create positive behavior change in high schools so that you create those role models. So that's where we, that's the, origin of of the name and the concept really excellent so without spending a lot of time can you briefly tell us about some of the programs that you offer sure we offer four programs they're all research informed which which means that um they align with some sort of research research that's been that's been proven um so we've developed all of our programs in-house and in all of our curriculum in-house. Um, so we have the flagship program, which is a program that we originally started with, where we bring in students from all different schools and we go through, they learn the core values of the organization, how to apply them. They do a lot of role-playing, they do activities, get, you know, all the different things for team building. Uh, then we have a captain summit. So we bring in team captains from all different schools into one setting. And it could be a, up to about 250 high school student athletes from all different schools in the area and they go through the roles and responsibilities of a captain. What does it mean to be the captain of your team? What is your responsibility? How do you how do you gain the respect of your teammates? Um, then we have workshops, which are individualized for a certain group of students. So if there's a school that wants to have a workshop with one of their teams or one of their groups of, of student athletes, then we go in and we have a worksheet, a workshop, which is maybe just covers one of the core values or two of the core values of the organization. Then the last program we have, so we have four programs, is called the Student ACES Center. So it's a, it's open every single day out in Belglade, which is the westernmost part of Palm Beach County. And we have a lot of underserved um, youth, actually 99% on free and reduced lunch. It's, it's a poverty-stricken area, but we provide a safe, stable, and nurturing environment with a lot of the tools that they need for success that maybe some of the other schools are providing to their students. Um, so we have that's open every single day after school for um, students in the Glades region. So we have a full team out there. Um, we have five, uh, five team members and it's its own operation. That's the only physical location that we have is in Belle Glade. 
How many employees do you have and how many volunteers do you have? Um, we have six employees and volunteers. We have about, about a hundred in different capacities. A lot of our alumni that we've had in different programs um, end up volunteering as well. So we have a long list of supporters. So you have a number of uh, alumni, I gather, from what you've just said. We started the program in 2013, so 10 years ago. Um, so our and kids, the students that we work with are usually juniors, so about 16 or 17 years old. So those, those students are already older and working and <laughs> have families and all that. Time flies. And how many approximately alumni? Gosh, um, and I—I I mean, I don't like—I don't know exactly because our program. So, for example, I was telling you about the Captain Summit. It's about 250 high school student athletes. We only see them one time, so there there's different levels of, um, I guess you would say, alumni because we don't; those aren't the students that we engage with consistently. Our flagship students, we. We have our flagship stu students, the same kids, several times throughout the year. So we get to know those kids a lot more than kids that we have one time. And then at the Student Aces Center, we have students that come, they could come every single day for four years. <laughs> so the the level of you know service that's provided. But I think all in all in our programs, it's it's an upwards of 50,000 students. Something, we've that's, something that's really important to us is the area of homeless and disability. Does that factor at all into any of your programs? Sure. So uh, we've learned a lot in how, you know, what the media or what you see on TV, what is classified as homeless, right? You, everybody has this image of somebody that's, you know, on the, on the side of the road or has a sign up or, but our students some of our students are couch surfers. That means they just go from home to home. They don't have a, they're still considered homeless. Um, it's just harder to find those students, right? It's harder to have, you know, that they receive those resources because it's not your traditional, what everybody thinks of homeless. So we found that there were several students, you know, I would say, gosh, over the years, upwards of 30 to 40. So it's just providing those resources and making sure that all of the students have the resources information. Are we an organization that provides uh, resources like services for homeless? No. However, we provide the resources and information that the best we can for them to get the help that the assistance that they need. And that comes with being an executive director and sitting at the table with a lot of other executive directors Um in the in the county so for example here there's the lord's place there's um uh gosh a lot of different churches that provide services so making sure that we know and have the relationships that we can provide those those resources for them and then disability i mean disability is we talk about this our team talks about this a lot because <laughs> disability may, can take several different meanings and we have students with learning disabilities we have students with that are, you know, that need different services than others. Um, so again, just making sure that we're listening to the students and then providing the best, um, we're not experts in every field, but we, you know, 
want to provide any answers that we can or guidance in to the service services that are available to them. Okay. So having said that, I want you to visualize three years from now. What's what's the organization going to look like? Well, <laughs> Um, if you would have asked me three years ago what the organization would look like, or maybe even three years before we had the building, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that we would have had a Bank of America donating a building to us in Belgrade. Um, so for me, uh, in working with, with teenagers and working with different communities um, and high school students, three years looks like whatever needs and services um, we can best provide at the time because things change a little bit, right? So we what will remain consistent is that we provide the character and leadership training so that we fulfill our mission of of these student athletes being successful in life, right? And and being able to be role models for the next generation and being able to be those leaders in their businesses and so on and so forth. That that will never change, but you know, the way in operation when nobody would have ever guessed that there would be covid you know, three years ago, and we had to change a lot. We opened, we opened as a school, um, and I would have never been able to, um, to guess that we'd have done that. One of our strengths, I would say, one of our bigger strengths as an organization is the ability to be innovative, and continue to provide whatever is needed, because we're we're always listening to the students. So, in a way, they're your advisory group, to a certain extent. Yes. Absolutely, because they're still at the end of the day, they're still, you know, they're still high school student athletes that, you know, they, for for a lot of them, it's hard to envision. Like you're asking me about three years, you know, for a high school student that they don't know, they don't know if they're going to love their major. I mean, there's all these different changes and everything going on that they just need the, you know, the path and the opportunity and the connections too. It's all about network. So it's important. That's one of the you know, more important things about our programs is that they provide this network, whether it's kids from their own school that they've never met before, or kids that they're interacting with from schools in a different place, because you have all these different ethnicities and backgrounds and cultures, and that's, and they're problem solving together. And that's real life. That's what happens in the business world. That's what, you know, you have to navigate every day, whether you have a family, you know, one day, or you're, you're in the business world, just figuring out how to communicate with other people. Talk about your co-founder. <laughs> My co-founder is not just because he's my dad, um, because he's one of he is he's a role model to me and and a lot of the a lot of my friends. Um, so one of the things for me in starting the organization was that I didn't understand why other kids didn't have the same kind of parents that I did growing up, and you know why all my friends always wanted to be around my parents. Well, now obviously I'm older and I and I know why. Um, my dad has has lived a life of service, and so my my co the co founder is my dad Buck uh, Martinez. And so when we were we were driving in a U haul in 2012, I had just had my daughters, they're twins, they're 11 11 now. And the conversation he was he's an executive for a big um, energy company called Florida Power and Light down here for 35 years, and the, and the conversation was, what happens next? Like what's after? your career and, and what does that look like and what's your plans <clears throat> and we honestly hadn't talked about that before and so what what 
came out of that was was student aces was how do you you know, are they still teaching leadership and character in the high schools? And what does that look like? And are the students prepared? Um, my dad is an athlete. Um, he played baseball in, in high school and college and he coached. I have two sisters younger than me. Um, we're about two years apart, coached all of our teams now coaches with me for my, my daughter's softball team. They play travel softball, my, my nephew's baseball team. So he was not just a coach on the field, but a coach to a lot of people in life. So knowing that as I, you know, getting to live that as his daughter and now seeing it with my girls, um, you know, the, how does every kid have that, you know, that knowledge and information and that support system. So that's what we try to do is every student that, that we work with in any capacity in our programs, we, we try to make sure that they have that experience and that they know somebody cares. Yeah, let's talk about expansion. I, I think on the website I saw some indication that you'd like to have chapters in different cities around the the country. Um, we so we've gone back and forth with this, honestly, um, in full transparency. And everybody, you know, anybody that knows me knows that I'm honest to a fault sometimes. Um, we spent a lot of time in the last year or almost two years, we put together a strategic plan and we've been working really hard at our with our curriculum in getting it to the point where it can be uh, shared or utilized in different capacities in other locations. So we have one program that we've um, we've piloted and it's been in Belgrade at the Student Center for, this will be a year and a half now. And it's, it's called the Passport Program and it takes students through different des destinations, college prep, career prep, um, academic advising, mental health, health and wellness, all these different um, character, personal development, takes them through all these different areas and it's task-based, meaning that they can do it on their own with just somebody that's helping them out. So that program is almost ready to go and to be launched into other areas. So we look at everything to make sure that, I think, you know, the struggle back and forth is, can it run the way that it, needs to run in another location. So we're very diligent and and we we um have been thinking about it for a while. And one of the things that we committed to when we set up the organization is to never charge a, a student for the programming. So to be able to do that, so it's a balance of yes, down the road do we plan on expanding and and what does that look like, but also being true to our core in not losing what student aces in the curriculum is. Hey, last question. How do you measure the results of what you're doing. Because in our case, it's not just about numbers, it's about outcomes. And outcomes to me are more important than outputs. Sure. Uh, we work really hard. We have an evaluator, um, a program evaluator, and sets up, she, she sets up our, our KPIs, which are key performance indicators and our CQIs. Um, and so we, we constantly have to use that, that benchmark, right. Of quality, right. Cause it's hard to measure. That's what we struggled with for a while was, you know, we're trying to give the, you know, inspire these kids and give them hope, but it's hard to measure hope. Like, so how do you measure that? And so we've worked really hard, um, for a while now getting our, our outcomes out, all of that in line in a system. So now we have a database, and we do pre and post, and we're constantly looking at um, 
what's working, what's not working. So she, she's very good at what she does and, and she keeps us on track. Do you, to measure, measure, do you measure the results with the parents? Um, again, honest to a fault. Sometimes parents are really difficult, especially with this age. <laughs> I'm a parent, um, especially with this age, because we work with predominantly with high school students. Um, we have the students during, in most of our programs during school time. So we don't interact with the parent only to get their paperwork signed. And that's usually comes from the school. Do we meet with parents um, to, to navigate the needs and, and have it guide some of the work that in the programs that we do? Yes, absolutely. And some of the parents do get involved and we get to know some of the parents, but, um, but working with parents, that's, a, that's another, it's, it's either we decided, you know, back when we were having conversations of the direction of the organization, either we were going to do work with the parents or we weren't. And it was, it was, we wanted to give all of our efforts, especially with the budget that we were operating on to, to the students. And then the schools, you know, they, they work with parents and we hear feedback from a lot of parents and it, you know, but we, we work mainly with the students and measure their success. The reason I mention it is I did an outcomes measurement exercise with a, a girls group and we had to, uh, I had to show the team how they had to connect with the, uh, the volunteers who supported the girls and with the parents and with the girls and put that together in terms of an outcomes measurement report. And it made a big difference in terms sure. of uh, having all those avenues. Okay, the website for those who want to get more information. So we're we're really excited. Um, we just launched our our new website. It's studentaces.org. Um, and my email address is chrissy at studentaces.org. So it's easy, K-R-I-S-S-Y. Uh, and if there's any questions, there's the ability to get in touch with me on the website too. Thank you for your time. It was fun. Thank you. Yeah.